Welcome to episode 6 of Refined 90s Cinema. This is Weird CG Eyes. Come check out these weird CG eyes. These dogs are crazy. We're watching Beethoven from 1992. I'm Brandon. And I'm Alex. Join us this week. Go, 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 go. I'm excited for this movie. So. Oh yeah, do you have fun facts? Beethoven. The dad. (laughs) Here we go. No, I don't know why our movies have the theme of like an absent parent or like a movie dad who's like a classic movie dad. And I think. It's because they're movies, Brendan. It's true. (laughs) They all have. They have. I will say all the movies that we've seen so far have had good casting. I think. Maybe that's just me. You're, you're like, mean, fuck no. Sort of. Some of the casting's <laughs> a little iffy. <laughs> so. Like the leprechaun? Come on. It's true. Why did Beethoven only get a 30% on Rotten Tomatoes? People, people don't like it. But to me, so it was one of those movies, like, we didn't have a lot of movies growing up, but it was the one that we had on VHS, and we had the second one and the third one when they came out. Hmm. So. Beethoven, a 1992 American comedy film, which rounds out our our three-part hat-trick of kids' movies. Right, and then I get to kick off the, the hat-trick of whatever's next. I'm excited. Um, I love this movie. I love the poster. I love the cover of the VHS. <sighs> it stars Charles Grodin, who is everyone's favorite TV dad, movie dad. And what else has Bonnie he played Hunt. in? Let's see. He was in Rosemary's Baby. He had a small part oh. in Rosemary's Baby. He played the, the lead in The Heartbreak Kid in 1972. Oh, really? That movie's awesome. Uh-huh. He was in Heaven Can Wait, Real Life, Seems Like Old Times, Ishtar, Dave. I don't know that movie. He starred alongside Robert De Niro in Midnight Run. So he's a very like hmm. late 80s early 90s actor. Yeah, that's really cool. And he's also a comedian. He reminds me of like a like a Larry David. He kind of has that look to him. He has the a- Larry David look. As an look. older man, not as a young man. <laughs> I have a Larry David young man look. Do you? I don't. I no, don't think so. I really don't. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to be special, but, okay. So much like uh 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 what did we watch? The the stoned movie. Not stoned. <laughs> Spaced Invaders. No. Right. That's well, much like a lot of these movies, where if it's like a cult hit, it has many like sequels. This movie had the second Beethoven two was in theaters. Right. Uh but there's also a many direct-to-video films, Beethoven 3, Beethoven 4, Beethoven 5, Beethoven's Big Break, Beethoven's Christmas Adventure, Beethoven's Treasure Tale, and an animated series that debuted in 1994. But I think it was called Beethoven animated. short-lived, and I've never heard about it. <laughs> so, yeah... Yeah, so this will be an experience. I, I actually haven't seen this movie. Joseph Gordon-Levitt is in this movie. 
Well, like young Joseph Gordon-Levitt? As a child. Well, let's see. He was born in 1981, so he would have been 11, 10 years old. 11 years old. That is awesome. I love Joseph Gordon-Levitt. He's very handsome. That guy's the bomb. And he's good. He's in Batman. He's good in in Dark Knight. I like him. Yeah, he's also in Treasure Planet, which is my favorite Disney movie for all of you Disney freaks out there. I'm surprised you haven't talked about it more. Well, I mean, I figure eventually we might watch it. So, because you absolutely, although no, it was 2001, so I don't think I don't think legally we could watch it on our show. (laughs) (laughs) Remember, we said we each get one, and mine is teeth. I decided. Really, is teeth not 90s? No, it's like remember we talked about it last week. It's like 2007. Oh my I god, think, that movie is I, so I, bad. I, I for think the you like blacked out last week. You forgot a lot of what we said. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, man. <laughs> I I was like three glasses of wine in when we started last week, so it's a good time though. What did we even watch last week? Not <laughs> uh, space invaders. Oh, uh, Ernest, Ernest scared stupid. Oh, yeah. Uh, the reason that I don't remember a lot is because all I remember is our horoscope conversation. <laughs> we, we are stuck. Do we check our horoscopes and, uh, again during, neither one, during wine time? Neither one of us. <laughs> yeah, we should do wine time horoscopes. That's hilarious. No, like, neither one of us was, like, super focused on the movie last no. week. It was just, like, occasionally we'd check in and be like, oh, here's what's happening. <laughs> so back to our horoscope conversation. Uh, yeah, I don't funny. know why, but the second beethoven movie is more fresh in my mind yeah i i'll i'll let you know when i start watching it i doubt i'm gonna remember but i from this movie. read through the a quick imdb and i didn't remember most of what happened in this movie so <laughs> yeah it's about a dog i can tell you it that was much. released in the u.s in on april 3rd 1992 um yeah, I I totally remember watching this with my family when I was super little, like just after I'd moved to Amherstburg. Mm. So I remember we had the VHS. I remember yeah, that. Yeah, I think my dad had recorded it on VHS. So, oh, this is Joseph Gordon-Levitt's film debut. So let's see if we can spot him. I'm not going to tell you where he shows up in the movie. Dude, we watch a lot of people's film debuts. Yeah. Well, <laughs> maybe '90s was just a good year I for don't people. Know, maybe the it was a good it was a good decade for people. It was a good um, decade for me. The one thing I do remember about this movie, just by seeing the poster, is the soundtrack. It's one of those like classic movie soundtracks, and it was done by Randy Edelman. Oh, I would have thought it was done by Beethoven, <laughs> the the dog himself. <laughs> Some of just smacking his tail on the piano. some of Randy Edelman's best known film store score best known film scores include Twins, Kindergarten Cop, Beethoven, Gettysburg, The Mask, Dragonheart, Daylight, Triple X, and he also wrote the theme for the MacGyver television series. Dude, so many of those movies are awesome. Yep. Like Triple X, The Mask, Kindergarten Cop. There's a lot of really good ones in it's, there. Some some iconic classics. It's very cool. I've never seen Triple good X. Good on that guy. Really? Yeah. It's a shame it's not a 90s movie. I'd show it to you. Ooh, that would be... We need to do a series where we just don't do 90s. Th- this would like be a good three-part 90s Jim Carrey movies. 
Oh, it really would yeah. be. I, you know what? I might kick that off yeah. next week. Preview Arnold for next Schwarzenegger, week. Schwarzenegger, Jim Carrey. Yeah, yeah. like we could, we could do, we could do some good ones. Honestly, oh. there's a lot of good '90s Jim Carrey movies. So, Adam Sandler would be a good one. Yeah, yeah. He's got some good. But 90s do you movies. go? Really, his only good movies are do, '90s movies. Do you go early '90s Adam Sandler or late '90s Adam Sandler? I would do like a combination. I like I like uh, Mr. Deeds is one of my favorite Adam Sandler movies. I love that movie, and I think Billy Madison and Happy oh. Gilmore are like must must do's. But I don't. I think that Billy Madison was earlier than want 90, to touch so. the Heimie. <laughs> is that from? I don't know if that's from Billy Madison. I also. I think it's from Happy I feel Gilmore. Like it's also no. from Eight Crazy Nights. It I is. I also love that movie. Eight Crazy Nights is fantastic. <laughs> uh. Every time I every time I watch Eight Crazy Nights now, like because it's it's all about like Judaism and and Hanukkah and stuff, right? Yeah. Every time I watch it now, which is like once every couple of years usually, or my dad will have it on at Christmas or whatever. Um, I think about Danny Avidan of the Game Grumps. Is he? And the reason is because he's Jewish and he's like the only Jewish person I know. <laughs> so. And it's horrible for me to say that, but and it's he's, true. He's he, like the he, one person who I, is like a constant in my life because I watch Game Grumps so frequently. You don't even know that, him. Like you just know him. I know, but he, he's like the one constant in my life that I like. I know for a fact is is a, a Jewish person. So it's... Uh, <laughs> is a person of the Jewish faith. How do you say that without sounding awful? So, well... You can't. So they on. It's always sunny. <laughs> it's always sunny in Philadelphia. They talk about. They're talking about like things you can't say. And he's like, you can't say Jew because you can't say it with a hard J. Otherwise, you can only say it if you're in a group of people of the Jewish faith talking about other people of the Jewish faith. That's hilarious. And you also have to be of the Jewish faith. I have faith in the Jewish. Does that count? Sure. I feel like we should get off this I don't, train. Like, I realize that, <laughs> but like, I here's the thing, though, and I'm gonna just say it before we before we move on. I don't view anyone any different from any other person ever. Like, I don't care like what Christianity, if you're if you're Jewish, what where you were from, what your ethnicity is, what your background as is. Long it matter to as me. you you're love all people. me, yeah, exactly. <laughs> As long as you love me. What are you? What are you drinking? Um, I'm about to pour my second glass, dude. So I poured it. A- anyway, no, I drank the rest of that uh, combination wine, the the Malbec Cabernet Sauvignon that I was drinking, the Barrel Select stuff, and now I'm gonna drink the rest of my Fleur du Cap while we watch our movie, and I'll get some new wine for next week. So. Just just leftovers from wines I've drank on other podcast nights, my good friend. Very nice. I opened a new bottle. Nice. What are you drinking? I am drinking the legend of Big Bill, ridiculously big Sauvignon Blanc. That sounds like the title of your sex tape, Brendan. Well, <laughs> you know, that's what I call my penis, Big Bill. Big so Bill. So according to the online... Review. It's like a movie review, but it's for wine. This label pays tribute to the legendary first manager of South Africa's KWV wine company, Bill Miller. All of the hallmark Sauvignon Blanc character with lime, melon, and herbal notes leading the way. Light-bodied with lively acidity. 
Serve well chilled with grilled shrimp or fish, light vegetable dishes or salads. Wine and salad. Yeah. Nice. I did put a little bit of lemon juice in it. Oh, I bet that's awesome. So it's pretty wine. good. Um, I I went. So I actually opened up. I uncorked. <laughs> Ooh. Uh, for the second time, my other bottle. While we were Time talking, your sex so at date. some point, at some point in my audio, you will have a nice uncorking of wine sound. <laughs> <laughs> you might be able to use for something or other. That's I don't okay. know. usually I have to take out like coughs and us hitting the microphone. <laughs> well, yeah, and like every time I move my chair, it makes this noise. I'm leaving that in. <laughs> I am worried. So this is the first time I have the air conditioning on, and I know it's going to like kick on and off. Oh, well, I mean, we'll see what happens. Before I was able to get this mic, my other mic would always pick up my computer, and that's what the feedback was in the background of mine, and you managed to cut that out. It's true. Some of it. Most of it, for the most part. Also, if you leave your phone too close to the mic and it gets a, your phone gets a text message, you you can hear like a, like a feedback oh, sound in the, it's not her, but it is like a crumbly electronic sound. Like a text message foghorn. Yeah. Can you, can you hear this? He's either pouring wine or taking a pee, everyone. Yep. <laughs> Can you guess what sound that was? <laughs> guess the sound. With Alex. And it Brandon. was you pouring a glass of wine. You're right. Sweet. That should be While I was That should peeing. be in our intro. The wine maybe, sound? Oh yeah, it was pretty quiet. Maybe it'll encourage it, people to go like if people listen to our episode while they're taking a dump. Then maybe they'll listen to it more. Or they'll listen to our episode when they are having trouble going pee. It's true. If you have shy bladder. It will help them, that will help them get the flow going. All right. I feel you. We're, te- we're a team of multiple talents. It's true. We entertain. We help with bladder issues. We sing. We dance. We do the safety dance. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> do the safety dance. Because your friends don't dance, and if they don't dance, then they're no friends of mine. no friends of mine. That's all I know. (laughs) You can dance if you want to. You can leave your friends behind. And, wait. (laughs) What what did you just say? I completely forgot how the next part went. Friends don't dance. dance. I don't know. You do it so much better than I do. It's because it is actually a song that's in one of the movies I'm going to watch. With our our special guest is on his way. Sick. And I went to pull out the other microphone that I have out of my like microphone drawer, and it was broken. And I didn't have time to fix it today. Oh, well, just tell him to come here. You know? <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> start, start running, but he does run marathons, yeah, so start, start, start running, buddy. Oh. Yeah, it's going to take a long time to run here. <laughs> Just fun fact, I'm in Nova Scotia. Yes. Canada. You are, a. let's see, I think you're 2,400 kilometers away from me. Yeah, about 24 hours from you drive time. It's so. like, no, that's with no stops. That's peeing your pants. Yeah. Or like in a bucket or something. Let's see. I'm going to exactly, I don't remember your address, but, and we don't want to tell people. <laughs> no, we're not going to do that. So, sorry, everybody. 
You're going to have to come visit me another time. That actually is. Like, if you didn't pick me up at the airport, I would be lost. Because I don't actually know where you live. I mean... Yeah, but you can go back in messages and stuff and find it. I know. I'm sure. I'm sure I've sent I it could to you. Ask your mother. So yeah, that's true. So if you walked, it would take you three hundred. It would take the average man three hundred and eighty nine hours. If you wanted to bicycle, it would take one hundred and twenty one hours. How long would it take Terry Fox? Um, how long did it take Terry Fox? Yeah, that's a fun fact, actually. I kind of want to know. <laughs> my thing is, I don't think Terry Fox, like, he's a Canadian hero. I don't think he's known very well outside of Canada. No, I really don't think he is. So, Terry Fox is known for his Marathon of Hope. Um, we study him in school, and every year, most schools across, most publicly funded schools across Canada, I think, have, at least in Ontario, have a Terry Fox Day, where you do a run or a walk marathon for terry fox yeah and you typically Um, raise money too it's like a fundraiser usually right the terry fox run or terry fox you like go door to door and or used to anyway and ask so for the terry in 1980 he was a cancer survivor who had had a leg amputated and he went from the east coast to the west across canada to raise awareness for cancer research um this and he ran the whole cancer, way. He would he would do it in legs. His cancer continued to spread. So he wasn't a cancer survivor. He had cancer, and his cancer continued to spread. And his uh, cross Canada run lasted 143 days, and he went a distance of 5,373 kilometers, and it cost him his life. And he is celebrated as a hero. He was only 22 years old. He kind of is a yeah. hero, honestly. Like, he, the, what he did for for cancer research alone is is insane. Let's like, see. So many legs were... So he yeah. ran from St. John's, Newfoundland. New, do you, how do you say it? Do you say, what, do you say Newfoundland or Newfoundland? I don't know the right way to say it. It's definitely Newfoundland. <laughs> it's, not, it's not Newfoundland. That's not how you say it, because I got in trouble for saying that around So he went <laughs> from St. John's got on a boat and went across to Sydney. Like he ran Newfoundland, went across to Sydney, went down to Halifax and then over to Fredericton and then up and down almost, I think. Let's see if, I wonder how long, I don't think he came all the way to Windsor, but it looks like he went to London. Let's see. Um, Toronto. I don't know if he went further than further south than Toronto. No, I don't think so. I don't. I, I can look Let's it up. See. Are you looking so it up right now? So he reached or? Nova Scotia around. He started on April twelfth, nineteen eighty. He reached. He left the Maritimes on June tenth, but it, I don't know exactly. I wonder if there's like an exact run. There has to be somewhere. Terry Fox run. Maybe maybe it's, I bet you, I bet you it's in Google Maps. When he was a runner before he had his leg amputated. Yes. I didn't know that. Nope. I, 
He's he's a fa- he's a fascinating human yeah, being. He's amazing and a very very inspiring human being. And I think that if you haven't seen his story or read anything about it, just take take like an hour out of your day and go watch a documentary on Netflix or a YouTube video or something because it's really awesome. Of course, and like you get to there's a lot of like videos of him speaking with like news people and stuff like that. Okay, while he's on his run, there is a so. Google Maps that will tell us. So he went from. Halifax, Nova Scotia, to London, Ontario, in, let's see. Oh, he went down to London. In, so let's see, he started in, he started in Sheet Harbor, Nova Scotia, on, does it say what day? I don't think so. Oh, May 15th. And so between May 15th, staying in Canada... So you could go through the United States, but his Marathon of Hope was to run across Canada. So staying in Canada, he made it to London on July 17th. Wow. Sheet Harbor, Nova Scotia, is an hour and a half from me. So yeah, so May 5th, so it took him a month. And he had a break in Montreal. Like, I don't know if he got a ride across the river or what. What does it say? I mean, like when that was that was probably quite a few days of running. He probably just needed a well, break absolutely to recuperate for a second. Like that's crazy. So I run for like five minutes and, <laughs> and I'm, you're, I'm you're, done. You're so. gonna die. You're gonna have a heart attack. <laughs> no, yeah. I'm just kidding. <laughs> that's hilarious. Let's see. That's a that's a long run. Like that's crazy. Good for him. Kudos, bro. Let, let's have a drink for for Terry Fox. Right now, everyone take Take, a drink. Take your big bills, ginormously (laughs) big Sauvignon. Ah. All right. Hold on. Now that we've educated the people. Oh, that didn't make a good cheers. I guess guess a pint glass and a wine glass do not cheers well together. Yeah, wine glasses don't cheers well without (laughs) other wine wine glasses, glasses, apparently. (laughs) That's really weird. (laughs) That was a really obnoxious, gross sound. So, Beethoven, 1992, directed by Brian Levant. Brian Levant. It is a family-oriented comedy, and it was rated PG. This is our third PG movie. Listen, okay. We'll be the judge of that. For kids. Um, He also directed... PG in the 90s meant very weird things, Brandon. Oh, he directed a lot of movies. He directed the like Flintstones what? movie, the live action from 94. He directed a movie oh, called man. Little Giants, which I don't know. He directed Little Giants was not bad. He directed Problem Child 2 and 3. I remember seeing the cover art for that movie when I worked at Movie Gallery. He looks like in his allmovie.com picture, he looks like Sammy Hagar a little bit. A mix Who is Sammy, Sammy Hagar? Hagar was the second singer for van halen and also had a very popular solo career but he's got like blonde wavy surfer dude hair and like a goatee the red rocker sammy hagar he looks what i uh, what i imagine a person would look like if uh what's that guy (laughs) who's that tv chef oh what's his name chef no no uh, the, 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 the diners drive-ins guy. What's his freaking name? 
the sauce uh, guy, the wing guy. Uh, I don't know who you're talking. I remember who you're talking about, but I don't remember his name. Oh my god, he's like Chef Ramsay's opposite. Yes. I'm gonna look it up. Frig. Yeah. His name is. Chef. Oh no. Guy F- Guy Fieri. Sorry. Yeah, Guy Sorry. Fieri. That's Guy him. Fieri. You have to say it right. Apparently, that's how you're supposed to say it. Fieri. Guy Fieri. Guy. I can't roll he, my R. Brian Levant. Levant looks like if Guy Fieri and Sammy Hagar made a baby. Sex. So he also directed. This is going to be one if we when we do if we do a Christmas hat trick. Jingle all the way. Dude, he, Jingle All the Way is my favorite Christmas movie. He wrote movie. and directed for Jingle All the Way. He also wrote and directed for Beethoven. He also was the oh screenwriter God. for Leave It to Beaver. That sounds like a porno. He also <laughs> was the... you never seen Leave It to Beaver? Oh, no, dude, it's you? so good. It's such a good movie. Uh, he, I'm sure it he is, He was also Brendan. the director and writer for Snow Dogs. Are We There Yet? Scooby-Doo, The Mystery Begins, The Spy Next Door, and some other made-for-TV movies. Leave it to Beaver. He eh? also directed a episode of Married with Children. Oh, that's a good yeah. show. It's like every other sitcom, but it was just funny. <sighs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> that was a quite the tangent, yeah. but I sorry. like it. No, don't let's, be sorry. You're let's good to start go, the <laughs> <laughs> All right. Beethoven 1992 uh, everybody. Oh, this actually has his website actually has exactly how far he ran going back to Terry. Oh, you're still reading Terry. I just Fox. had a like I I clicked and I opened like six tabs and then I went back so I'm just seeing this now. Oh, uh, I just I look stuff up on my phone when I'm going to look it up and then I because I like I don't want the clicking and stuff to get into my mic will pick literally everything. Usually, up now, so I need to be careful what I do. Usually, I have my laptop, but I'm trans. I've spent two days trying to switch to a new laptop, and it was not going well. Yeah. And I may or may not. I've been there, my friend. But anyway, pick it. Get get your wine, everybody. Your Turn wine. on Beethoven. Nineteen ninety two. The original. None of that Beethoven second bullshit. The original. And get ready, because this is going to be a wild <laughs> ride. Beethoven the second. <laughs> this is going to be a wild, PG-rated ride. Get ready. Count us down, Brendan. <laughs> what are you laughing about? <laughs> this is serious business. Count us down. <laughs> okay, let me put the movie in front of my face. <laughs> Oh, Brandon's gone. Well, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the uh, Alex Solo podcast, where I talk about how Brendan is gone, and you're alone with me. I get you all to myself. We're just waiting to watch Beethoven's first, or just Beethoven, for the uh, for the average bear. It's a movie about a dog. He's a good boy. He's a good pupper. Doggo, or I guess Dogad if it were a girl, but Doggo, he's a boy. It's going to be a good time. Get ready. You have no idea what you're in for. I don't. I have never seen this movie. Well, I have, but I was like four, as I probably have previously stated. But yeah, I uh, I don't remember any of it. So it's going to be fun. It's going to be an experience. 
dog movies are always a good time. If you're not enjoying the movie or the story, you can just look at the cute dog, the cute pupper. So that's always a good thing. Beethoven drools a lot, though, if I recall correctly. So drools a little gross. He's got big lips. I don't know why that's relevant, but who loves their big lip doggos? I'm personally am a fan of small lipped doggos or like average lipped doggos. I don't like all that flappy stuff. It's a little weird. It is super funny when they run though. Their lips just bounce all over the place. It's ridiculous. And then drool comes flying out everywhere. You know what I'm talking about. There's only so much more I can say about dogs. So I hope that Brendan comes back soon. I have a dog. His name's Cooper. He's a good boy. Kind of like Beethoven. Not really though. Cooper's a Spanish water dog. Beethoven's a St. Bernard. Not the same thing. Cooper though, he's he's a really good boy. He loves his toys and his sticks. He would choose toys over food if you gave him the option. It bodes well for us when we go for walks and stuff though, because if we ever don't want him to like chase after something or do whatever, we just have a toy and he's got his focus on that. He doesn't care about anything else. It's great. What did Brendan say he's going to do? I didn't hear him. I was listening to the weird like truck craziness sound that was going on in my neighborhood that probably got cut from this. But hey, it's all good. This movie is an hour and 26 minutes long. So get ready to hear us talk for another hour and 26 minutes. That's going to be fun. Um, We usually cut like the in-between awkward silences and stuff out though. So you probably won't have to deal with all that. Just get to hear our smooth, sultry voices for two hours straight talking about nonsense what movies would you like to see post on our website and let us know because uh we take suggestions what kind of uh hat trick would you like to see us watch a movie hat trick from the 90s there's a lot of guidelines doesn't have to be a trilogy per se just movies of the same genre or type or same actor whatever everybody likes 90s movies they're all very nostalgic a lot of them aren't that great from a critic standpoint, but they're they're fantastic because they're in our hearts. That's all I gotta say. Doing this whole podcasting solo kind of sucks. It's hard, man, just to keep thinking of things to say. I'm basically just spouting off random bullshit while I wait for Brendan to get back. Hopefully, you guys aren't bored. I heard a I heard a grunt. Oh, he's back. He's grunting. He's here. So before you left, a weird like truck or something was going by, and it like made a really loud noise that my mic picked up. I literally talked for the entire, like, four minutes you were gone. I heard through my headphones, St. Bernard and Cucumber. So... I did not oh, say I, Cucumber I I heard at cucumber. all. Brendan's got something weird on his mind tonight. You know it. Lube up your cucumbers for Beethoven, <laughs> 1992. All right, well, three, two, two and a half, testicles, one... <laughs> go oh that is so nostalgic that universal universal music it's like every movie every kids movie ever made by universal it's true every movie for a certain time period made by universal had the spinny globe with the song yeah just the the background sounds are so good though that is some loud rainstorm thunder situation dandy pup pets fly Oh, I hate this. Have you ever been to like one of those pet stores where they keep animals in cages? Yeah, they like treat the, it's, you know what? The worst for me is like a zoo. I can't do zoos. 
Yeah, I like I would rather like an animal conservatory or something. Cuz they actually take care of the animals and give them enough space there. Yes. The zoos are awful. Adopt your animals, folks. Don't Joe Exotic your animals. Yeah, adopt them. Dude, it was freaking rim shot. <laughs> Do you see that? It sounds like a sex move. Sounds like a gross <laughs> sex move. Something involving poo and the butthole. <laughs> oh no. I'm never going to look at Rimshot the same way again. Like, I love this soundtrack. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's I want, fantastic. I hope they have a vinyl of it, because I'm going to try and eBay it later tonight. We found Steph's sister a vinyl of Mary no Poppins. No way, that's awesome. It's like her, one of her favorite movies, and we happened to find it at a flea market. It was awesome. I was like, yeah, we have to get this. Look how cute he is. Little baby Look Beethoven. Look how fluffy he is. Little baby Tobin. <laughs> that's the prequel. It's, it's the parents doing it to make Beethoven. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, it's just an hour and a half of dog sex. Do you think it takes that long? <laughs> no. I think it takes four seconds. One, two. Imagine if imagine if it was us, but we had absolutely zero self-control. Like if you and I had sex and it made a dog? No. Humans, Brandon. <laughs> my god. Oh. oh my god, that dog is so tiny. Look at him. No, take Beethoven instead. Look at his big, cute face. I I said some funny shit. I can't breaks, wait. So get ready for that. David Duchovny is in this. The X-Files. I haven't watched the X-Files all the way through. I, I haven't either. It's a lot of episodes, uh, man. Yes. <laughs> it's like watching all of Star Trek. Oh, I remember this chick. How big she's got a junkyard. Be. Title of her sex tape. <laughs> I gotta stop doing oh, man. that. I don't use everyone else's joke all the time. <laughs> he pees on her. He looks good in me. Is that what she said? No, she said I can make any dog mean. Oh, why do they put him in like a a hamster cage? Yeah, situation? he's got like uh like wood shavings as his bed. Is that normal for a dog? No, dogs don't live in hamster shavings. Look at they're all over him. We're gonna case the place. Why is there always a dude They're with They're robbing the joint. Hey, that's true. Maybe our movies do have a theme. Did you see? Pretty soon we're going to have a whole list of requirements. That's that's like some Mission Impossible shit right there. Using his cigarette smoke to check that there's a laser tripwire. Yeah, that's... Are we actually watching Mission Impossible? <laughs> Tom Cruise? I didn't know you were in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> and then it's just an hour of running. Don't steal them. Who steals puppies? I would probably bags. steal puppies. I think I heard the door. Except my phone is nowhere near me. I mean, I would steal puppies for a different reason. He's stepping a beam, Brandon. Uh-oh, Brandon's gone again. No, I'm right here. I'm, I'm just watching oh, the movie. Oh, man. Why Why is it that every crazy person in every movie has a truck like that? It's like a. It's like a no-label ice cream truck. Yeah. Doesn't the dude in Homeward Bound, like the dog catcher guy, have a truck like that, too? It just makes me think of Good Burger when they have, like, oh my they're, God, they're, like that the insane asylum so guys good. have the same kind of truck. Welcome to Good Burger, home of the Good Burger, can I take your order? I had a VHS of that movie, I think I still do. Man, Good Burger, I haven't seen that movie in ages. I used to watch that movie all the time. Good Burger's a good time. <laughs> and it's like... 
It's it's a glorified SpongeBob SquarePants, really. It's just a giant quest for the secret sauce, and then like they find like a hidden operation and stuff. And there's like a Jessica Rabbit inspired scene at one point as well. It's it's super funny. It's a good movie. It's like old, weird slapstick, goofy '90s humor. It's my favorite kind of humor. Our friend Patrick is joining us uh, for most of the movie, probably the whole movie tonight. Patrick is our first official live viewer. So I was saying when you were gone, Brandon, that that guy's face is like super weird when he smiles that way. Which, which guy? The one in the suit? They're both a little weird looking. Yeah. Did you ever see the movie Ready to Rumble? No. Okay. I think the dude with the lisp plays Jimmy the King in Ready to Rumble. I don't know. It's, it'll probably be one of my movies I pick at some point. So you'll have to... We'll have to reminisce when when that happens, but... (laughs) I know they're dogs. The guy in the suit kind of looks like Sasha Baron Cohen in uh, Talladega Nights. Oh my god, he does. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, dang. Dude, rim rim shots open the door. Oh, he made it. (laughs) I'm just going to keep calling that dog rim shot for the whole movie now. (laughs) For Patrick's sake, Rimshot is Ernest P. Worrell's dog. It's the name of the dog from the last movie we watched. Oh, okay. <laughs> and I said it sounded like a sex move. It kind of does. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so which one's Beethoven here? <laughs> the the, the St. Bernard is Beethoven. Oh, okay. <laughs> Did you see his cowboy boots? That's Beethoven. Oh he's, he's wearing wow. like a green and peach suit with... White cowboy boots. Like it looks White like cow spotted like cowboy, cowboy boots. Spotted, yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I I get it. Cowboy boots. Okay, I understand. So original. Beethoven, so cute. I will say the music is quite uh, Beethoven-y. I forgot that about. Yeah, we, I forgot about the that. The score about. in this movie is like, Mwah. yeah, like a like a classical composer. It was probably Beethoven. <laughs> <laughs> the dog, not the composer. I mean, if they can play poker, why can't oh. they conduct music? <laughs> like how no one notices this dog in the garbage can. <laughs> you think that kind of stuff happens in real life? That dog's hiding garbage cans? Probably. Well, no, just like random animals are just playing tricks on humans. <laughs> Probably. There's so many movies about it. I love this <laughs> song right here. It's in so many 90s movies. The <laughs> <laughs> It's always the I'm See, up on it's this. everyone's favorite TV dad. Oh, it really is. Hmm. He just has that look about him. You know who my favorite TV dad is, Brendan? <laughs> who is your favorite TV dad? Hal from Malcolm in the Middle. Oh, I was thinking oh, the same thing. Brian Cranston. <laughs> yeah, <see? laughs> yeah. Although I only remembered his name as like Walter White, which is kind of scary. <laughs> Do you know the actor's actual name? Brian Cranston. Brian Cranston. Yeah, Brian Cranston. <laughs> yeah, he's awesome. Really, good. really good actor. <laughs> I just, I, just I really easy. respect the fact that he can go from complete comedian to incredibly serious mm-hmm. between the two biggest shows that he's known for. But he's got range. This dog just sneaks in. Yeah. <laughs> Beethoven's a ninja. <laughs> just sleeps on the floor. Okay. I totally had that pillowcase when I was growing up. (laughs) The striped one? Like the NFL. I also had a Major League Baseball one, and I would always flip it to the side the Tigers were on. Otherwise, I thought I'd have bad dreams. (laughs) (laughs) 
Do you guys have a race car bed? No, but I always wanted one. Me too, man. <laughs> I was actually, I was talking to Steph about this the other day. I, I was talking about, to her about it when I bought my green screen. It's like, it's a wonder how hard animals probably are to work with for a TV setting. Because mm-hmm. I want to try and get my cat and my dog in like famous movies with my green screen. And I know it's going to be a bitch to try and get them to do what I want. Well, it's like the dog from from Space Invaders. They had like 10 extras. Oh, wow. Yeah, or the cats in Sleepwalkers. Yeah. They had uh, 8 million cats in that movie. <laughs> Who all belonged to the same woman. What? Yeah. No. They had, like, like hundreds of cats for this movie, because it was all about cats, or yeah. know that these people are aliens, and it turned out <laughs> it was all from, like, the same woman. Oh, my God. Whether she had a company or... How can you own that many cats? <laughs> I don't know, but it was... They they ordered them they ordered them they borrowed them from her in real life. I'm sure they paid her for it too. Oh yeah, <laughs> his face. No, his name's Beethoven. <laughs> Idiot. Oh my god. <laughs> what kind of breakfast is that? Is that looks, porridge? I think it's like oatmeal. <laughs> it does not. It's prison oatmeal. Yeah. <laughs> It doesn't look appetizing at all. And it's Saturday it's, morning. Saturday morning seems like like pancake breakfast, right? Like <laughs> If he says no dog, the, they could roll the credits right here. <laughs> yeah. uh, we're not getting a dog. Take him to the pound. <laughs> yeah, the credits roll. How should we handle this? Kill him. <laughs> Euthanasia. <laughs> Just like in Lion King. <laughs> <laughs> we are people people, people. people. <laughs> ant farm goldfish people <laughs> did you ever have a fish tank as a kid alex i did mm. my dad still has like six fish tanks it's crazy of course he <gasps> does in a pond where he keeps other fish <laughs> my mom had that hairdo <laughs> when i was a kid <laughs> Your mom still has that hairdo. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> Is that the wife in Honey, I Shrunk the Kids, too? That's uh, what I'm trying to figure out. I recognize her from she's, something. She's so... She's been a mom so many in some other No, movies. she was the girl from Jumanji. Yes! When she's older, though. Yeah, like, yeah. What is her? yeah when she's older, yeah. she's, that's so, her. So, it's Bonnie Hunt. She was in Rain Man... Beethoven 1 and 2, Jumanji, Jerry Maguire, Green Mile, Cheaper by the Dozen. By the that's dozen. where that's I remember line. her from. Yes, that's where she's the mom. She does have the classic mom look, though. <laughs> she also did voice roles for A Bug's Life, Zootopia, Monsters, Inc., Toy Story. Really? Who was she in Zootopia? Um, I don't know. Who was she in Monsters, Inc.? Is my she was... <laughs> She was Mrs. Flint in Monsters, Inc. Mrs. Oh, nice. Flint. The payroll lady. Oh, really? I think. No. Ross? What? Is that her name? <laughs> I don't know. She was... She was Bonnie Hops in Zootopia. Oh, nice. So that is so how she they... Was, uh, she was the mom in Zootopia, too. Oh. So apparently... I, and I the reason I looked this up is because I saw the two scenes between that last, like section 
and the dog looks a little bit different. Apparently, they used two separate dogs for the filming of this movie. So Beethoven is played by two dog actors. Well, because they have to make it look like he gets older. Peas <laughs> 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 in their briefcase. This sounds like Run Run Rudolph. <laughs> this song. If I was Beethoven, I would pee in a briefcase. <laughs> oh my god. This is like every every dog owner's worst nightmare. That's why I like my dog, because he's hypoallergenic and doesn't shed. But he still pees in your briefcase? No, I don't have a briefcase, because I'm not a fancy person. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back to White Trash 90s Cinema. <laughs> Last week, I, well, I was drinking wine, and then I grabbed a beer, and I was like, it's White Trash Cinema now. <laughs> yeah. This is one of my favorite scenes, the pee in the shoe. Or the slobber in the shoe. Oh. Oh. oh, it's so gross. Dear God, that dog eats a lot. Everyone's got their own bag of dog food. So, the dogs in the movie were owned and trained by a woman named Eleanor Keaton. Beethoven is played by canine actor Chris, who had 12 doubles in the movie. Yeah, see, that's what I was saying. They used way more than one dog for this. Twelve. Oh, God, what did he do now? The plant. So, Joseph Gordon-Levitt is in this movie as an 11-year-old boy. And you and Alex have to find him. Okay. Oh, my God, look at how wet he is. Oh. He's like, no. Can you imagine? Oh. Oh, look at his gross lips <laughs> flopping around. <laughs> it's such a good... <laughs> it looks like hair gel Yeah, it's like someone just spewed hair gel Or lube everywhere <laughs> <laughs> Someone got excited Yeah Brings in the mail I gotta teach Cooper to do that Look at how big that dog is <laughs> dog, He's so huge Back off, back off <laughs> The sun reminds me of Minkus from Boy Meets World it's just the glasses. <laughs> She's got a green belt. Oh my god, that creepy shot of the dog's eyes. Go change your pants, buddy. Calm down. He's just trying to save you from heart disease. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, he's so dramatic. <laughs> I'll never have that schedule again. <laughs> he probably wouldn't be so sad about it if she went up and helped him change his pants. That's for Beethoven after dark. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think there's a Beethoven pornography? I don't want to. I don't want to look it up. Please don't look that up. Nope. <laughs> I mean, come on. There, there's probably literally a porno for, for everything. It's so. true. That's a smart thing. How do you not notice your dog as a hole underneath the fence? The, the woman who owned Beethoven was the wife of silent screen star Buster Keaton. Hmm. They were married for... Is he related to Michael Keaton? Maybe it's their parents? Oh, no. They are not related, I hmm. don't think. At least Michael Keaton is not their son. She raised many champion St. Bernard dogs, including those used in the Beethoven films. 
Very cool. Okay, if people see stray dogs nowadays, they never do shit like this. I feel like uh, like a dog catcher would come and just tranquilize them. (laughs) Oh, wait a minute. Let me get you your order. I don't need to make money, Beethoven. Enjoy your (laughs) chocolate croissant. By the way, this will kill you. (laughs) (laughs) All he's sharing is croissant with the other dog. With Rimshot. It does look like him. It does. I mean, this part probably wasn't hard to get him to do properly. (laughs) Okay, it's going to be tough, guys, but we got to get the dog to eat ice cream. We can do it. Is that Joseph Gordon-Levitt? That guy right there? He was 11, so I don't think so. I mean, maybe a longer smell life. Jesus. Hey, that guy plays in uh, Evolution. It's so funny to see actors that I've seen in other things because all the same actors acted in all the best movies in the 90s. You know what might be fun to do, Brendan? If we, like, pick an actor from the last movie we watched and we have to pick a movie with that actor in it for our next one. <laughs> I bet there's more than more movies than you think. Probably. <laughs> Look at his big tongue. She doesn't, all, she doesn't at all react to the fact that her dog is there. Yeah, I know. Like, hey, Beethoven, what's up? Here, have a croissant. <laughs> no, it's a Twinkie. Twinkie. Have a Twinkie. Even, that dog's going to have a heart it's attack. Even worse. Okay? Or diabetes. Yeah. Yeah. This, or this both. dog's going to get diabetes <laughs> so fast. Look at his eyes. They're already bloodshot from all the sugar. He needs some insulin. Diabetic retinopathy. Can dogs get diabetes? Oh, why not? I, yeah, I mean. That kid's got to be Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Come on, look at his hair. He's going to go smack the kid with a stick. Do it. <laughs> Beethoven, hookup artist. Wow, he's so cool. I like how she's driving the sports car. It's like, it's a really nice car. It's the sports cars of the 90s. Oh, <laughs> I love their... <laughs> waving through the sunroof. The big nose. <laughs> Look at that station wagon. It's the same kind of car as in um, Space Invaders that the woman has. Yeah, the station wagon was a very popular 90s vehicle. It was. We had one. Did you? When I was first born. Yeah. I don't remember it, but yeah. It was the thing to have if you had a family of six kids, I guess. Oh, God. Bandana kid and the bullies are going to beat up on Nerdy Boy. Damn, that was mean. Remember when... Did this ever happen to you guys? Remember when Four Eyes was the... Oh, I remember being in the first grade, and for some reason, like a super big seventh grader sat next to me, and I was terrified. He was nice to me, though. Like, can you imagine that happening today? It would be assault. For real, (laughs) (laughs) He stole his glasses. Oh, he's putting them up. Here's Beethoven. Beethoven saved his life, guys. But he's oh, he's oblivious. Like a true hero. Doesn't take credit. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> we all did that as a kid. He, he kind of looks like... I do that now. <laughs> he kind of looks like Rick Moranis in this scene. <laughs> like a young Rick Moranis. That's our Canadian uh, reference. <laughs> Rick Moranis? Bob and Doug McKenzie. <laughs> Don't you dare sleep with my daughter. Like how <laughs> <laughs> Don't you dare sleep with my daughter. Not until you're twenty one. 
<laughs> Always wondered that. So, like, we have neighbors who kept a dog outside like that. Is that okay? Yeah, we did that, too. Like, with a bigger dog, it's okay? Yeah, we had a big collie, and we kept her, him outside. Mm. We had a nice big dog house for him, too. Always wondered, because the neighbor's dog, like, would cry. Ours cries only when there's a thunderstorm. Mm. But he was never allowed inside. Never inc- allowed inside. Mm. And then again, my parents grew up in, you know... Portugal. In Portugal, where no dogs stay inside. None. <laughs> Is it just, like, wild dogs? <laughs> yeah. There are wild dogs, yeah. Not as much now, but there used to be wild dogs. I used to pet them on the street all the time as a kid. That is so cool. Yeah. What a smart dog. Look at him. See, there's the hole under the fence, Brendan. This dog eats so much food. That's why he's ginormous. (laughs) Diabetes dog. I mean, if he's running all around town, he's probably burning most of the calories anyways. <laughs> Beethoven was such a good name for a dog, and his real name was Chris. That's a horrible dog name. <laughs> yeah, Chris is the worst dog name. <laughs> also, he looks like he's stoned. All the time, right? He's super high. That's how they got him to act. They just drugged him. Oh. <laughs> this was the prequel to Dude, Where's My Car? The spiritual prequel. Yeah, he just he just steals a Rubik's cube at one point. And <laughs> summons a gigantic lady, lady dog. Wow, Beethoven is sneaky. Even as an adult, still pulling one over on the the old man. <laughs> <laughs> is that a quilt in their hallway? Yeah, is that their wallpaper? That was like, no, that was like a thing where you'd put like a carpet or a quilt on your wall. Hmm. Like at the house. Like I was just going to say, just like at the house. He's laying <laughs> in the bed. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, yeah, you do, daddy. <laughs> how did the dog get the covers on top of him? Like, <laughs> like how did they get him to do that? They probably just told him to lay down. Taunted him with a treat. Oh, censor. <laughs> I'm, su- not even I'm surprised this it. didn't give it like a PG-13. Gotta <laughs> love the sex that, scenes in the Beethoven movies, guys. Oh, it's so good. <laughs> he just wanted some loving. It's Saturday night. <laughs> it's like Charles in Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Yeah. Did you have a mafia best friend? <laughs> <laughs> He's just jealous. I like how the sprinklers go off. Have you ever gotten caught in a sprinkler? Definitely. It's kind of an awesome feeling, though, because you're like, well, I just don't care anymore. Uh-oh. <gasps> oh, no, rim shot. <laughs> <laughs> what are you? Reminds me of uh, the, the bad guys from Home Alone. Yeah, they're very similar. It explodes on contact, really. That guy is the Hitler of Beethoven. He's the Hitler of Beethoven, eh? Even now as an adult, he's scary to me. Like, I know he's just an actor, but I'm terrified. He is quite the scary man. They did a good job. Again, casting. I'm telling you. 90s had some great actors, man. Some great big-time actors. The cone just makes me think of Taz. He was such a small dog that when he got fixed... The cone was too heavy, and he would just drag his head. (laughs) (laughs) When Cooper got his cone on, uh, when we had a cyst worked on by the vet for him on his tail, 
he would like run into everything with it. He would get like really excited and then couldn't get his ball. And then he would finally get it and run up the stairs to us and just hit every pole on the way up the stairs. That's huge. (laughs) (laughs) Nothing could hurt Beethoven. Okay. This, that's that's the foreshadowing. I I don't know what the deal is with these really close ups of Beethoven's eyes. How, like how do they like that's not real? Shot. No, it's got to be animated or something. But it it makes me feel very uneasy. That's not real info. Could be. You never know. Saint Bernards are babies. Right. <laughs> <laughs> He's wearing my clothes around <laughs> They have so many sprinklers. Yeah, who has that many sprinklers in their yard, for real? Oh, God. Ugh. Did you ever have an awful babysitter as a kid? I did. But how, how was, like, ours was bad. She was younger, but she just didn't do anything, like, as soon as my parents would leave. Uh, mine would be, like, really snarky and mean all the time, Uh, and, like, was super bitchy, and then there was one day when I was sick, and I came home sick, and she was super bitchy about it, but she let me play the Super Nintendo, and I was, like, all for that, so I didn't hate her as much after that, but, yeah, she was kind of, she was kind of awful. My babysitters were my brothers. We fought (laughs) all the time. (laughs) Yeah, I think it, nothing's worse than having your own family yep. babysit you yeah. because I think they have some sort of authority over you. I love that the logo is a giant nose. <laughs> it's a company that it's perfect for a company that makes air fresheners. It really is. <laughs> what? <laughs> this is their babysitter. I've always dreamed of hearing that song played by an organ. <laughs> and an old woman. By an old woman. An old matronly woman. <laughs> Oh my god, this woman's singing. <laughs> oh no. Go, Beethoven, go! Do some rescue business. Well, that babysitter's gonna be fired. Yeah, I know. She's not even watching the kid that's hitting the ball in the pool. Save her, Beethoven. Okay, first of all, how could he see from there? That was, yeah. He went across yeah, like, like three I- yards. You couldn't even see the pool in that whole shot. I don't understand. He goes around their house to get and through another yard to get to the pool. (laughs) Over a fence, over a random sunbathing (laughs) person. We love you, Beethoven. (laughs) What? Beethoven's a genius. Oh. He rescued her. Why were they, why was she not watching her? Yeah, why was this kid just outside by herself near the pool? This this really irks Brendan because he's a teacher. <laughs> it, really, it really grinds my gears. Thanks for saving me. Go home now so I can play in the pool some more. Yeah, that does sound like any other babysitter. <laughs> it's like Hulk Hogan and Mr. Nanny. Oh, they were at her house and she's a neighbor. I still don't believe, it's still not believable. Yeah, don't tell your parents that you almost drowned. <laughs> if she had stayed where I put her, wow. That lady's officially never going to be a babysitter again. See, he's all stoned again, I'm telling you. Yeah, Beethoven is stoned as fuck. <laughs> That's why he goes for injections. The vet. <laughs> Some good THC. <laughs> 
class. Did she actually just Tell do me that? about your class. class. Okay. I have a problem with this because if someone went up to my dog like that, my dog would hopefully beat bite the shit them. out of them. <laughs> I have a dog that is uh his old his previous family was sort of abusive, so he he has anxiety issues and trust issues when it comes to like new people that he's not used to. So wouldn't you okay. You don't sign a contract without a lawyer. Yeah, like I don't maybe it was different in the nineties, but people just signed yeah. contracts. Back in, the, back in the nineties we didn't need any lawyer. I pitched in college. <laughs> <laughs> that is a strong dog. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually a pretty good landing. No harm done. You're right, those eyes are kind of getting a little Yeah, it's creepy. very creepy. Yeah, well, the eyes are way too creepy. They should. I don't think they should have done that at all. That's super weird. Okay, they would just fall out of the chair. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not re-entering the workforce. All right, sweet. Wow, there's some, like, real talk in this movie. Thank God for Beethoven. Seriously, though. So much for Beethoven saving the day. Ooh, slap in the face. <laughs> I love how the kids are strictly on the dog's side. <laughs> That's one way to open a bag. Look at that food bowl. Oh my god. It's insane. It, the food is all over the floor. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Beethoven's super going to eat his breakfast. <laughs> They're like his own little personal trio of butlers. Look at that sweater. <laughs> I know. We should see if the Super Mario Bros. music follows their game. I bet it doesn't. <laughs> Just lock him in the cage yeah. with the dog. So <laughs> it's a very nice cage. Oh, it's so evil. I hate this part. Who comes to see a dog just to be like, how are you doing? How would he even know where they live? Exactly, like it's super weird. Although they went to see him before, so maybe they like gave him their, their address or something. Did he like have his own blood? Whose blood is that? Oh, he's faking the dog bite. <gasps> oh my god. Beethoven, no. I like how the whole family comes and runs to his aid. They barely know this person. I'd be like, good boy, Cooper. <laughs> he's also a child psychologist in addition to being a veterinarian. <laughs> He's a man oh, of many times. Even, even, oh, that move, that part just gets me. Oh, they just let him leave. Yeah, like, wouldn't you escort him to the hospital or something? Yeah, you wouldn't let him drive after he just had his arm, like, chewed off. Chewed up like that. Oh, my God. What a jerk. Why were animal movies in the 90s so real? It's your right in oh, the he's fields. Got, he's got the leash. Shit's, shit's going down. I don't like the change in the tone of music here. It's very ominous. It's like Lord of the Rings. Yeah. Oh my god. This kid's striped shirt kills me. <laughs> he was styling, man. Yeah, dude, he's wearing the collar. Maybe you shouldn't be a shitty dad. He doesn't know. <laughs> he thinks the dog just bit a guy. Yeah, but he keeps talking about how the dog ruined his life. Oh, this guy's good. Do you know any doctors like that? Well, <laughs> spray blood on themselves. Like, I, refu I refuse to comment. No, 
You're like, I do that. <laughs> 37 stitches, eh? Well, you know what they say. Snitches get stitches. <laughs> well, this is quite emotional. Oh, no. Dad's going to have a change of heart. Don't do it, Daddy. Don't do it. You just got bit and you needed 37 stitches and you're not afraid to, like, bring the dog into a cha- into a cage? Like, Well, for real, like, right? <laughs> He has absolutely zero fear of the dog. Notice how she says, should we bill you? And beside, there's a sign that says, no billing. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> That's actually hilarious. There's exceptions for people whose dogs are being put down, I guess. <sighs> it's horrible. I hate this movie. <laughs> but this literally is, is like my fears when I was a child and had a pet. <laughs> like he would bite someone. Oh. Is that true? Like if a dog tastes blood, you have to put it down. I have no idea. I don't think that's true. You'd think that they would at least try to like put it into like reconditioning training or something, right? Yeah. Like I'm going to look it up. <laughs> what happens why do why do the people always say good doggy to the dog they're like <laughs> the the autocomplete for what happens when a dog is what happens when a dog eats weed and what happens when a dog eats chocolate what <laughs> <laughs> no it's legit <laughs> Are you actually looking up what happens when a dog eats weed? Of course I am. <laughs> Help, my dog ate marijuana. What should I do? The correct answer is yes. Yes, you did do the wrong thing. As a general rule, owners are liable by the, by the damage caused by their pets, even if someone was trespassing on the owner's property during the incident. Yeah, it's like uh, it's like if you have kids, you're responsible for your, for your kids. But it doesn't mean the dog needs to be put down. Mm-hmm. It might need you have to do more to secure your pet. You can be held criminally liable if your dog bites someone. Hmm. Yep. Yeah, it's a big deal. It is possible that a dog can be put down for biting someone, but it won't happen in most cases. Hmm. When a dog is put down, it is because there is a history of aggression and the dog having bitten in the past. We want our dog back. Yeah, wouldn't they notice... Oh, such a good line. Ooh. That's the only swear word in the whole movie. Because <laughs> it's PG. He's gonna notice. Oh, so good. <laughs> <laughs> Lock him in the cage. Lock him in the cage. <laughs> Isn't that what you do with all the people that you dislike? <laughs> Even X-ray. Someone's getting some tonight. They just do it in the telephone booth. Yeah, just right in front of their kids, Brendan. Maybe that's how they made the other two. You never know. <laughs> Honey, I think it's time to put the kids to bed. <laughs> that's isn't it weird to think there's a whole generation of people who have never seen a telephone booth before? Oh. I mean, anyone who's watched Doctor Who has seen one. Okay, but that's different. Hey, we miss <laughs> yeah, it's a little we bit miss different. we miss Joseph Gordon-Levitt. He's credited as student number one. So he's one of the kids, I think, that beats up the other kid. Hmm. Oh, or really? Or maybe not. The rollover Beethoven, the cover at the in the montage at the beginning of the movie, was performed by Paul Schaefer and the band from David Letterman. Hmm. Really? 
It's always interesting to hear the different, like, people that had a part in some of these older movies. Because at the time, they weren't even names that anyone would have known. There are one, two, eight Beethoven movies. Eight? And an animated TV series. I only saw one of them. Yep. Only the first two were in theaters. The rest were, like, straight to DVD. Beethoven's Christmas Adventure. It's kind of like the Olsen twins. Remember those Kate Nash movies from back in the day? It's like they solve a mystery. Yeah, but, like, Beethoven is similar to them, but the dog version, basically. What is in those jars? It's like fetuses? Like, what is that? Yeah, I don't know, man. This is some weird stuff. This movie got dark. Oof. How nice that they color-coded all those different lethal injections like, just so we get even <laughs> creepy, me even more creeped out. <laughs> Do they... Oh, my God. Only the 90s could make a movie about a dog creepy. No way they could hold a dog like that. Go, Beethoven, That's go! It. Just make Mr. Cowboy Bruce scream like a girl. Just like Marv in Home Alone. Uh, <laughs> even... Even the couch is cow-patterned. <laughs> Get him, Beethoven. They're, they're surrounded by lethal injections. Bite off his stupid cowboy boots. Get him. Man, this dad has suddenly become badass, eh? All for a dog. Jump through the window. Jump through the window. <laughs> no, he's gonna die. Like... <laughs> what? If they could do it in a Tom Cruise mini- movie. <laughs> <laughs> They can do it in a Tom Cruise movie. They can do it in Beethoven. So the nineties, they can get away with anything. It's true. You know what? You wouldn't have thought so then, but nowadays <laughs> you're like, "Yep." What are you doing? He told you not to go after. Just <laughs> calling the popo. Oh, it's like a gun. Oh, he did jump out of the window through I, the window. Well, I think he fell. Oh, gracefully. <laughs> Haven't you ever gracefully fallen out he of the window? He was falling with I style. I haven't, but I think I'm going to add it to my bucket list now. Oh, it's so good. Right in the nuts. Oh, yeah. Why is this? Like, he's got a gun. He's just trying to kill the dog. I don't understand. <laughs> Why? Because he, he was testing the ammunition. <laughs> my lord. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember this being so outrageous. <laughs> Me neither. I don't remember this part at all. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Kid's so proud of himself for killing a guy. <laughs> yeah, like, how do you... There's no way he survives that. That, that punch sound effect made up for all the bad things. <laughs> <laughs> and it wasn't even in sync with the punch. I like the beginning of that shot, too, where they're both, like, completely yes. distracted by what's happening, yeah. and then all of a sudden he just turns towards him and clocks him. Oh my god, I did the thing, and I did the thing, and I did the thing! It's like 101 Dalmatians, they're gonna take them all home with them? <laughs> that guy. <laughs> <laughs> that little dog is awesome. It's Rimshot, dude. Of course he's awesome. This song was really commonly used in the 90s, too, for, like, chase scenes and stuff. <laughs> I like how the one dog, like, takes a roll of cabbage with him in his mouth. <laughs> I mean, wouldn't you? Uh, yeah. Snack on the way. It's <laughs> <laughs> a lot of yeah, running. Like they the need to get their thing. calories Yeah, in. exactly, eh? <laughs> 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 awesome. 
<laughs> of course, there's Dobermans. Dobermans are scary looking they dogs, are. man. <laughs> yeah, you better hold on to each other. <laughs> oh my god, that one dog has the scariest eyes. He's got crazy eyes. Did you ever do this with your families? Like you sit in front of the TV and like boo and hoot and holler about oh, stuff? Oh, of course. Yeah. Although I've never had my family on TV. I remember the, the episode of Friends where Monica and Chandler got married. We were all like cheering and stuff because we were so happy about it. For some reason, I feel like Beethoven's bark is fake. <laughs> I'm trying to find like... I want to find, like, a list of all the dogs. I cannot. Aw, every 90s movie needs a happy ending where there's a love story. <laughs> Always, man. <laughs> you can't have a 90s movie without a love story. Even if it's a super weird yeah. one. Yeah. <laughs> I do think it's funny, though, because you barely even get to know... Like what the situation is with the daughter and the other boy, and then all of a sudden you care about it. Well, they, there's another movie. Yeah, but when this movie came out, people like they weren't maybe expecting to actually make it. You know? Oh, such a good movie. <laughs> Whoops. I love how it's like old school rock now for the credits. Performed by Paul Schaefer and the world's most dangerous band. <laughs> <laughs> Lady Marmalade. <laughs> the even credit. This is it's Rockin' Robin, man. Roll over Beethoven. <laughs> I, I love it I when bet songs it, were written specifically for. I bet it was his real bark. They just like recorded it and then put it in as a soundbite. Probably. What are your What are your thoughts on the film? Such a heartwarming tale. Alex, I was asking you. <laughs> You're asking me what my thoughts on the movie yes. were? Sorry, you were a little bit quiet in my oh, ears, sorry. in my ear holes. What are so your thought thoughts you on the film? <laughs> I thought you were maybe talking to Patrick. <laughs> um, I liked it. No, it wasn't too bad. Uh, I, I think it, it was weird. The, the end of it was like super, super weird. Like, I don't remember... some. There were bits and pieces of it that I sort of vaguely remember from when I was a kid. Mm. But... The end was, like, completely foreign to me for some reason. I don't know why I don't remember all that stuff with, the with like, the vet and all those, like, needles and the gun. I, like, him him threatening to shoot the I dog. I remember the part where he bites away. him. I have no idea. I, rem- I so. remember the bite, but I didn't remember the rest. I feel like they went a little bit overboard on the, on, like, the, oh, your dog's a bad dog stuff, but... I don't know. I was always like a. I, I think I was more of a homeward bound kind of guy when I was a kid. So you were more of like a lassie, a, yeah, a like little lassie, hobo. Bound. <laughs> that was that yeah. was the class divide. Were you a homeward bound or a Beethoven kid? <laughs> I like it when the animals talk. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean. Yeah, I mean, overall, like, it, it was kind of, like, fun and nostalgic to watch it again. I just, and it was interesting for me because I hadn't seen it since I was so young, like, four or five. So, I have very little, like, bits and pieces of my in my memory of the movie. But now, like, I've seen it as an adult. And it's, like, 
a completely different experience because everything's changed so much since this movie came out. So it's kind of interesting, especially with animal movies. Like you watch animal movies nowadays and they're so much different. Like there's that movie Alpha with the wolf and then there's the there's the movie A Dog's Purpose. I don't know if either one of you have seen that, but it's just about like a dog and his many lives, like and the different humans that own it in its different lives. And it's it's super interesting to like compare something like that to something like this because it's so much more realistic nowadays than it was back then. Back then it was super outrageous. Like, oh, the the dog catchers are going to get them, and, like, there's eight Dobermans that are going to eat them. It kind of <laughs> reminds me of Sea Spot Run, if you remember that movie. Yo, that movie's so good, though. But it's similar in, like, the, the dog's going to get his comeuppance. <laughs> You're right. It is very similar. Um, I personally, like, if I'm going to compare this to Sea Spot Run, I think I, I actually find Sea Spot Run is a better movie than this. Mm. I'd have to watch. I feel like it a lot again. of people would would probably shun me for that, but I, I actually like Sea Spot Run better. Shunned. But again, I haven't seen Sea Spot Run since I was like thirteen. So. Um, I didn't tell. I don't know that movie. Beethoven to me is like magical. Like it like evokes some some childhood memory. Brandon, I sent you a link on Facebook to the '90s Goosebumps movie. I okay. So first of all. The Haunted Mask was an episode of Goosebumps that aired on the Fox Network and then in Canada on YTV and was the highest rated episode up to that point. But it was then released on VHS. So I'll okay. give I'll give it to you that because it was so we could we could do it. We could do it. <laughs> I'm not saying like we, want, we have to do it. It's on the quintessential podcast. I'm just '90s. It's, like if you put both parts together, it was like I no, watched the I, I didn't realize it was episodes. I would love to do like episodes of Goosebumps. I mean, it counts as '90s cinema. I just I re- I watched this movie as a kid and I really enjoyed it. So we should definitely, if we can find it, we should definitely do it. I 1,000 percent can find it. I wonder. I feel like. Yeah, yeah, the 2015 movie yeah, was kind of like, shit. Like I was with Jack just, Black. I was especially one. disappointed because I was like Jack Black, and yeah, unfortunately, <laughs> yeah, it was not. The plot was terrible. <laughs> oh, this is gonna bring back great memories or nightmares, rather. <laughs> I would go to bed so scared after watching Goosebumps with my brothers. My mom would get the, so mad the at my dummy brothers. One freaked me out. Uh, what was his name? My, the ventriloquism one. Oh, what was his yeah, name? I still remember that. What was his name? The uh, the ventriloquist dummy. Let's see. It wasn't Chucky. That's the other one. No, <laughs> it was ventriloquist Slappy. Slappy. Oh. Slappy and Rocky were the ventriloquists. Oh my God! Slappy was scary. <sighs> Yeah, that was terrifying. Like the, the anything with dummies freaks me out for whatever reason. Probably because Chucky was one of my horror movies that I saw as a kid when I was too young, and it freaked me out. Obviously, by Chucky, I mean Child's Play. <laughs> so, did you enjoy your your time on uh, Refined Nineties with us, there, Patrick? Dude, I want to do this again. <laughs> no, that was actually pretty. That was that was pretty fun. <laughs> I was thinking, so we need to do, like, a medical movie, and then he can come on as, like, our expert panel and tell us all the things that the movie got wrong. (laughs) Steph does that all the time when I'm watching, like, TV shows that have medical stuff in them. She can't watch Grey's Anatomy because she gets pissed off. Oh. 
House. Like Grey's Anatomy is like the most accurate medical show, so most of it's okay. But... Watching House just angers me. <laughs> I cannot find goosebumps. I'll find them. Well, we don't need to find many of them. We, I no. feel like the mask counts as a movie, though. There are because there are a few like two or three part episodes, so they would go for like over an hour. Oh, they're on YouTube. Oh, oh, there we go. The Haunted Mask One and Two. Welcome to the Dead House. I remember that one. I had that book. Say cheese and die. I remember that one. Be careful what you wish for. Ah. Oh. R.L. Stein is a brilliant man. Canadian mm-hmm. produced Stay Out of the Basement. Tales from the Crypt was always really good, too. I think we should do it. Maybe like a Halloween special or like like we could do like Goosebumps, Are You Afraid of the Dark, oh. Freaky Stories, like a few old episodes. Maybe even like play some of those like, um, what is that one show that has like those haunted places in Canada? Oh, like, like you, worst haunting. Yeah, you should do like some of like the one, some of the ones from like Texas Road, because weren't they featured in some episodes or something like that? Oh. Some of the houses here in Amherstburg. That'd be kind of cool. Do you guys ever go to the end of Texas Road super late at night when you were younger? Nope. Well, no, I didn't grow up here. <laughs> oh my god, I I went to the end of Texas Road to like the graveyard that's there with uh, some friends of mine at one point and like. A couple of them were were, there, were my best friend's younger brothers, and <laughs> we we like went and hid, and then like let out like the most blood curdling scream, and they freaked out and like ran away. It was hilarious. We tried to go once, and the cops sent us home. Really? Uh, yeah, that's like turn around and go home. Well, thank you for uh, for being here, Patrick. Thanks for letting me join in, guys. Yeah, man. I that feel, was fun. Uh, I feel honored to be amongst uh, the uh, podcast group here, being your first guest. <laughs> yeah, you will forever be our first special guest. Suck it. <laughs> Suck it, future guests. <laughs> That's what we have to say here. Uh, now I'm excited to watch Goosebumps. The first attempt at a Goosebumps film was in 1998, which Tim Burton was going to produce. What? But yeah, it never. I, it like fell through. I saw that too when uh, when I was looking up this one because I remember the mask movie and I was looking for that, and then I saw the Tim Burton thing too. It's really cool. I, I wish that he would have produced one. I think he would have done a really awesome job. The TV series was produced in Canada. Canadian television, man. Uh, it's just like white, like YTV, and mm. uh, love it. Is there a stunt? Uh, no, uh, I don't think so. Uh, no, I don't think so. But that's crazy. It though. was like a joint production, but it was made in Canada. Yeah, like mm. that. That's kind of cool. I mean, that's how a lot of things are, though. Like when I worked on Little no, People and on Inspector oh, Gadget, those are both done in Canada, but they're yeah. U.S. productions. Hmm. So typical. Tax money. Yeah, man. Okay, I'm good with that. Sick. <laughs> good I got job. all. I got all close to my mic. Oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's like, like the. It's like that outro. song. Uh, uh, oh, the, yeah. The Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Yeah. Oh. Bomb, bomb.
Have fun it's perfect. editing this, by the way. It's been a kind of a shit show. <laughs> uh, I'm, you know what? We actually watched the movie this week, so I'm going to count that as a win. Dude, we watched it last week. I watched it last week. <laughs> we, you were not I interested was not at all. I was not watching the movie at all, and we just talked for two hours about nothing. During uh, Bueller? <laughs> no, what did we watch? Whatever we watched last week. Ernest Scared Stupid. It was like, (laughs) Ernest Scared Stupid was like one of my childhood favorite movies, so I was super into it. Brendan, not so much. (laughs) It happens, though. Uh, We had fun, though. I think it was one of our better episodes. I mean, like, the podcast isn't about exactly just watching the movie. It's it's about just chatting. It's about friendship. The movie. Star-crossed lover. The movies usually bring (laughs) up, like topics for us to talk about so let me run we with read it. our horoscopes last week and it said that taurus and scorpio were star-crossed lovers <laughs> guess who's taurus and scorpio <laughs> uh i guess that brendan's scorpio <laughs> oh really <laughs> no no you're wrong <laughs> brendan just like not uh sh- shook his head to me <laughs> that's it Cut all of Patrick's lines out of the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> you, you've been cut. You've been chopped. What's your astrological sign, Patrick? I don't know. You're a Pisces. Oh, your greatest overall compatibility is with Taurus. <laughs> do you just so, like do you just sleep around, Brendan? Is that what you do? So, Patrick's his Pisces traits for the day are Compassionate, artistic, intuitive, gentle, wise, and musical. His weaknesses, fearful, overly trusting, sad, a desire to escape reality, can be a victim or a martyr. He likes being alone, sleeping, music, romance, visual media, swimming, and spiritual themes. Pisces dislikes, know-it-all, being criticized, the past coming back to haunt, cruelty of any kind. Their ruling planet is Neptune, so Pisces are more intuitive than others and have an artistic talent. Neptune is connected to music, so Pisces reveal music preferences in the earliest stages of life. They are generous, compassionate, and extremely faithful and caring. Horoscopes like are like one. freaky accurate, but it's because they're super vague. Yeah, this is general. It's a thing. It's so vague, though, right? Let's let's test your love compatibility with Patrick. Why do you want to test my love seventy percent with Patrick? Patrick, I love you seventy percent of the time. The other thirty percent, yeah. I oh, hate. emotionally, you connect ninety nine percent. Damn, seventy percent percent of the time, I love you. Man, I gotta make some serious life decisions now. The sign of Pisces <laughs> represents our oceans and seas, while Scorpio represents rivers. Each river flows into the ocean or the sea, and this reflects the emotional connection between these signs in the best positive way. Whoa. This is so creepy. Deep and, shit. Right? What in the ass? <laughs> Let's start saying should, that. What that's in the what ass. we should have called it. I said that over all the time. <laughs> like when something disturbing happens at work, I'm like, what in the ass? Alright, I'm gonna go to bed, gentlemen. Good night, we have Harry. Yeah. We have to watch it. Enjoy your Harry Potter shenanigans. This has been Refined 90s Cinema with Alex. And Brendan. And your guest star, Patrick. 
Thanks for watching, guys. Hopefully you enjoyed these crazy eyes. See you next week.